Welcome to the So You're Moving to Tampa Bay podcast. Get the information you need to help make Tampa Bay your new home. Iris Green, realtor with Keller Williams and Trisha Hirschfeld, military spouse and executive assistant for Military Home Base, shed light on all you need to know for your move to Tampa Bay. From expenses to savings and from fun to facts, Trisha and Iris are delivering all the dirty details. Hey everybody, it's Iris and Trish, and we are here for episode four of our So You're Moving to Tampa. Yes, so you're moving to Tampa Bay, and we are going to talk about something fun today. Um, this episode is called On the Water. Are you, lots of it over here. <laughs> are you an on the water person? I am not. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from being a redhead and super prone to sunburn, I get seasick at the drop of a hat. <laughs> I did once on a dinner cruise. Oh, in the no. back of the boat <laughs> with a bucket. <laughs> so I will say my husband is totally a water boy. And my daughter is, well, he's not a water boy. He's a water man. He's a water person. <laughs> Either way, it sounds good. <laughs> and uh, my youngest daughter is a water baby. She is 15 years old, all things water. She is like a fish. She oh, yeah. loves it. Must so the lilies. Yeah, it must be the my lilies. My lily is almost three, and she adores water. Splash pads, beach, puddles. Any water base she loves. Well, when we moved here, we moved here in February, in, in February of 2011, and my youngest daughter was five at the time, and she uh, mortified my husband by telling him that she's just a bikini girl. <laughs> she would only wear her bikini for like the first month we were here. <laughs> and then she had to start school, but um, we had to explain to her, you can't wear a bikini to school, but she insisted she was a bikini girl. And uh, yeah, he didn't love that term, but she was referring to loving the water, the beach, the pool. Yeah, she was all about it. So uh, yeah, I think it's the lily thing. It must be the lily thing. Trish has a lily and I have a lily. So today we're going to talk about on the water and the different things you can do on the water, just specific activities related to the ocean or the bay. We do or the bay. the bay. Yeah, the Gulf. So most people, when they think of Tampa, they think of beaches. sandy beaches, palm trees, mm -hmm. nice city skyline, and boats. Boats are expensive. Boats are very expensive. <laughs> To rent or buy. <laughs> yeah, to rent or buy. And, and for those of you that are active duty military, you can actually rent a boat on base. Did you know that? I did not know that. You, they just opened the marina back up. So yeah, you can rent a boat on base and there's a class you have to take, you know, for safety and everything. But uh, yeah, you can rent a boat on base from MWR. So note to everybody out there, you don't have to buy a boat when you move to Tampa. If you're military, retired, or active duty, you can rent one on base. I did not know that. Three, four years here and I had no idea. <laughs> so one of the things that you could look into, and we've actually looked into this since uh, my husband retired from the military because we're going to be here long term. Mm -hmm. Maybe not the best option for those of you that are only here for a short time, but boat clubs. Did you know this were a thing? I did not. <laughs> I could tell by the look of shock <laughs> on your face you didn't know. <laughs> so boat clubs, and, and I'm specifically going to talk, uh, when I talk about numbers, I'm going to talk about one specific boat club. I'm not going to give the name because we're not promoting no. a boat club specifically. But so basically what you do is you pay a one-time membership fee and then you pay a monthly fee. Huh. 
So the, the one-time membership fee is negotiable. Should I say that? Am I yes, allowed to say that? Absolutely. We okay. Back. I'm not promoting anyone. <laughs> so at different times of the year, you'll see there are different prices. And right now they're kind of high demand because of COVID going out on a boat with your immediate circle, social circle is an option to just get a change of scenery as opposed to your living room yes, or, your <laughs> or backyard. <pool. laughs> yeah. Or your pool. So you have to do a one-time fee. So to give you an example, you're probably looking at anywhere from 3000 to $5,000 your your initial fee annually no just one time one time just one time and then you are going to pay a monthly monthly dues okay so let's say your your one-time fee is four thousand dollars you're going to pay three hundred dollars a month plus gas now, that sounds bad. I know it sounds bad. I know you look like you're going to have heart problems. That's a lot of cha-ching. It is a lot of cha-ching, but I want you to think about this. If you live here, having a boat is going to cost you way more than that. That's true. Way, way more than that. And you don't get access to just one boat. You get access to a fleet of boats oh. from multiple locations, depending on the club. Oh, so you have to do your due diligence on picking your club. You do your due diligence picking your club. Yeah. So actually, technically, you guys are getting ready to move somewhere where there's also ocean. Yes. You could check and see if the boat club has a site there and use boats here or there. Oh, so it could also be statewide like or uh, nationwide. Think of it as a timeshare for boats. So what's also awesome is if you are a first responder, healthcare professional, a teacher, or military, a lot of them do special incentives. Oh, I do like it. Yes. Everybody like does. Special incentives. <laughs> we all like, especially when we're talking about $5,000 plus $300 a month. And that was just... military discount, please. <laughs> and that was just an example, you guys. So definitely if you want to explore the option of being on the water at your discretion, within reason, they won't let you take the boat out if it's if there's a hurricane coming. Um, sorry, guys. I know. <laughs> Or if there are water spouts in the area, you're probably not going to get a boat. But they have all different size boats, and they're actually pretty cool. You can have them stock. Some of them will stock it with items for you, fishing poles, fish finders, things like that. So if you think this is something you might be interested in, then you definitely want to go ahead and explore boat clubs as an option before you go out and buy a boat. So that's just that's just one of the... Things that's that you awesome. can do on the water. So how do I get my husband back? Like, <laughs> is there like a rescue boat that goes out and gets him and brings him back? No, 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 no. He has to take a class. Oh, there's an education right. class you have to take at the beginning. I'm sure there's a whole list of rules that you have to follow that are specific to the boat club you choose. If you think it's something, yeah, that'd be a great retirement gift, actually. Absolutely. For somebody getting ready to retire. Just letting you guys know that. That, that would be it for boat clubs. Let's talk more about boats. Drift boats? Do you know what a drift boat is? I have is? no idea. I don't know. I know there's the yacht boats and then there's the small boats. <laughs> so drift boats are big. The ones I'm talking about, uh, drift boat fishing. So mm -hmm. basically they have these in Paso Grill, probably a bunch of other areas, but I know my husband goes specifically to Paso Grill to catch one. And for 40 to 50 bucks, you can go out on the boat for four to six hours what? and fish. But this is the best part, Trish. You're going to love this. They will bait your hook for you and take the fish <laughs> off the hook, which I love. Cause yeah, I would need that. Too. Yeah, I, I, I need that too because I'm not about stinking a fish for the rest of three and a half hours. 
<laughs> and I don't feel bad the entire time I'm trying to get this hook out of this poor fish's mouth. <laughs> let the professionals handle it, Trish. Let the professionals handle it. But you can bring drinks. You can bring food. Yeah. And it's $40 to $50 for four to five hours of entertainment. And you get to catch fish, you know, mm-hmm. dinner. Date, well... Yes, day drink. <laughs> Have a test me to try with them. You still got to get home. But yes, so drift boat fishing is a fantastic option. Usually there's a bunch of other people, a bunch of strangers on the boat with you. So if you get caught with somebody annoying, that could be a yeah. sour point on your time. But you are on the water and you, mm-hmm. just a tad little shove. <laughs> we are not advocating pushing people off the boat. Not advocating that. But that being said, drift boat fishing is a good option if you're on a budget and you want to get out on the water. Typically what they do is they'll take the catch for the entire boat and divide it up. Oh. And you can pay, usually cash only, for them to fillet the fish for you and debone it, descale it, all of that so that you have a baggie of fish that's ready to cook. So make sure if you decide to do that, you bring your own cooler, leave it in your trunk of your car um, so you have something to store it in so you don't drip fish juice all over. And if you don't want to be around strangers, you can actually charter a boat, get a party boat, um, and go out deep sea fishing. But yes. I mean, that's gotta be pretty expensive. It's on the pricey side. You're, you're looking at four figures, most likely. That being said, it can also be a lot of fun. I know our first Father's Day here in 2011, my uh, mother-in-law and I purchased my husband and her husband, my father-in-law, passes for deep sea fishing, and they went out and they caught a 11-foot hammerhead shark. Wow. You know, the one that's mounted on my patio. <laughs> I didn't even know that was real. Oh, that's real. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Next time we're going to do it differently. Next time we're going to paint a replica and not get the real thing mounted because that was crazy. That was an expensive Father's Day. <laughs> that will never be repeated ever, ever, ever again. But he was so excited. I couldn't say no. And he was looking down the nose of a deployment. I'm like, sure, baby, go ahead and mount him. <laughs> oh, and hammerheads are illegal to catch now. Uh, that became illegal, I believe, later that year. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. But, um, Deep sea fishing can be a lot of fun. Uh, my husband always says that fishing on the ocean is the best because you never know what you're going to pull up. Yeah. So have you ever been? No. Hmm. Do you get seasick? I went on one dinner cruise and I did get sick. So the Gulf is actually <laughs> flatter than a lot of the other I just options. Have this terrifying where you're on a boat and there you can't see anything around you. I just I start to get anxiety. And I just, I'm a control freak. I need to be controlled <laughs> of my surroundings. Well, drift boat <laughs> might be a better option for yes. you because they don't go all the way out. There is land in sight. It's not close, but yeah. it's in sight at least. That's fair. That's fair. Well, <laughs> and if, if there's, I mean, I, I could have a couple drinks and relax. That might be easier. But once I'm out in the middle of nowhere and I can't see anything and I just, I start to get anxiety. <laughs> I just can't have fun anymore. So how are you on cruise ships? I've never been on a cruise ship. Oh, goodness. Well, the next topic is cruise ships. <laughs> I'm thinking about it, but I've never been on one. Maybe a Disney cruise. So there is actually a port in Tampa where you can catch a cruise and head out for the weekend. Wow. Like to go where? I don't know. No. Anywhere. You yeah. Can, yeah, anywhere. I mean, it's so Carnival, Celebrity Cruises, Royal Caribbean, Holland America, Norwegian, MSC Cruises, all of those have a port here in Tampa or can dock here in Tampa. Um, so you can catch a cruise out of Port Tampa Bay. Um, I know they've had cruises that go down to Cuba. I know they've had cruises that head to the islands, into the Gulf. 
So you just feel spontaneous. You can just go off on a cruise. You can, but it's a great getaway if you're looking for an option that's just a little more privacy, a getaway yeah. with, with your significant other or your friends um, just to get out of town for a little bit. Of course, cruise ships aren't currently running right now because of oh, COVID-19. Yes pandemic. So we'll see how many cruises come out of here after the pandemic lifts a little bit. It's definitely an option to be considered when you're moving here. Yes. So let's dial back the price a little bit because we're talking expensive at this point with deep sea fishing (laughs) (laughs) and cruises and all that. Let's talk about small local things that you can do. Have you ever heard of kiteboarding? I have not. I've seen it though, going over the bridge um, from St. Pete to Tampa. So you can go kiteboarding here. And not personally something I would probably it do. Wild. There was like a, there was a group of at least thirty, and this was way before the pandemic, and they were all just. I mean, it looked fun, but it was crazy just going over the, the big bridge, seeing all these people in their kites. Kite. Okay, so kiteboarding is like a hybrid between. I don't want to say hang gliding because I think it's too strong. Maybe windsurfing, snowboarding, yeah. and regular surfing. And it can get pretty intense. And a lot of the, the kiteboarding places here also have, you know, those, um, the, the water jets where you stand on what looks like a skateboard and there's water oh, jets yeah. under that puts you up in the air. Yeah. There's a few of those here as well. I feel like it would be, in theory for me, it would be fun. <laughs> can I it. video? Can yeah. I video what you doing? Because we can go try these out and see, you know? <laughs> I think I'm going to do it by myself. <laughs> Um, so there's kiteboarding if you're feeling especially adventurous. If you prefer something that's a little bit more, you know, relaxed pace, I personally prefer the relaxed <laughs> yes. pace. There's actually a bioluminescent kayak tour. Yeah, it goes out to Merritt Island, um, which is about an hour and a half-ish away from, from the Tampa Bay area. But what's really cool is you have... If you or someone you know is really into the whole Moana vibe. Yeah. The bioluminescent tour. It it comes in on the waves onto the beach of Merritt Island. That does sound fun. (laughs) It does. It does. And it's slower pace. It might not be appropriate for very, very small children. Definitely investigate. Um, But there is a company called Florida Eco Adventures, and I'm going to put the link in the show notes. And you guys can take a look and kind of explore. They do a bunch of other adventures too, but the bioluminescent kayak tour really caught my eye because it's kind of unique. Well, yeah. And I mean, it sounds like social distancing would be pretty easy too. Yeah, you could definitely, it's guided tour, but you're on the kayak by yourself or with somebody else, most likely one of your household members. But again, I don't know that it's necessarily appropriate for the really, really small children, just because the amount of time you have to get out to the island and everything. And there is kayaking involved and who wants to wrestle a toddler and a paddle at the same time? Not me. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you who don't know, Trish has a three, uh, almost three-year-old. Almost three. Yeah. And she's strong. (laughs) (laughs) She's got to keep you in line, mama. (laughs) (laughs) so if and of course we have paddle boarding here Mm -hmm. Um, that's very very on trend for area in fact you can go get a paddle board at costco if you want to (laughs) or rent one i suggest renting one first to see if you like it before purchasing before purchasing absolutely and i also suggest you please 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 remember water in florida if it's not the gulf you should expect alligators yes just saying Horseback riding in the Gulf. You brought this one up and I hadn't even thought of it. Well, we were driving to Anna Maria Island. We had Mm -hmm. some friends come down. This is before the pandemic. And we were just driving over. We just had gotten over the bridge and we were coming over like this flat 
what do you call it? It's like the land before you go over the bridge again. It's just like a little island. Uh-huh. And there's cars parked on either side. And some of them are playing in the water. Some of them are surfing or the kite surfing. And then you see this group of people on horses. And they're just waiting through the water, just waiting and having fun and enjoying themselves. And I'm like, that's my pace. <laughs> That is my pace. It would be fun. I mean, who? It who, would be fun. How many people say they went horseback riding in the Gulf? In the Gulf. Yeah. And I mean, they look like they were enjoying themselves. I can only imagine, um, you know, how scary it would be for me to be on a horse Why? in the water. Well, one, what if I get knocked off? Then I'm in the water and I'm all wet. And two, what if I have a mean horse? <laughs> you never know. What if I'm not an animal person? <laughs> well, you'll find out. <laughs> you'll know what not to repeat if you're miserable. Yeah, I got off a horse when I was a kid and it, ever since. I'm just a very cautious person. <laughs> So if you're looking for something that doesn't involve animals that might bite, although I guess it could engage sharks. Yeah. Uh, scalloping. You can actually go scalloping off the coast. What? The scalloping season, I believe, has already closed for oh, Pinellas man. County for this year. But you'll have to check and see if Hillsborough County has any or Sarasota. Sarasota, and it's not Manatee County. No, it's not a far drive. So if scalloping is something that you think you might want to engage in, you basically you're snorkeling down to collect scallops from the bottom. That's um, so fun. It's different. It's very Florida. It's something it's that you're. Pro- <laughs> it's something you're probably not going to do in Oklahoma or Colorado no. or Maine. So, anyways, scalloping is is definitely something you should consider giving a try while you're here in Tampa Bay. And if you're not one for getting wet <laughs> or going too far into the Gulf, we have quite a few dinner cruises. Yes. So you can catch a view of Tampa, city of Tampa, the skyline and everything, along with a sunset cruise for with a dinner cruise. Yeah, I had friends do it when they came down and they loved it. They said it was, it even rained a little bit, but mm-hmm. it did not ruin their evening at all. Well, and I don't know if you know this, but you can actually charter those if you want to do a private party. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the dinner cruises might be a good option if you're looking for slower pace, dry, but on the water <laughs> options. Dinner cruises might be your answer. So we would love to hear what you guys have out there. So definitely make some comments. We'd love to include something. If you know of another water activity yes. that we don't know of, we're looking for things that can be done on the Gulf or in the Gulf to share, to share with newcomers into Tampa Bay. So if you discover something or know of something that we haven't chatted about, please add it to the comments. We'll be happy to add it to a future episode. Yay! And on that note, I think we'll sign off for episode four on the water and uh, catch us for episode five. Bye! Bye! Thank you for listening to So You're Moving to Tampa Bay. If you would like to connect with Iris and Trish, you can find them on Facebook at the So You're Moving to Tampa Bay Facebook page or connect via the So You're Moving to Tampa Bay Facebook group. They look forward to welcoming you home.